Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the All Things New podcast. I hope you guys have had a happy new year so far. I know it's literally like more than halfway through January, but um, still happy new year. Um, <laughs> my apologies that there hasn't been a podcast episode in a few weeks. Last week I wasn't feeling well and the week before that I had a sore throat. So I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm recording a podcast episode. So I just ended up resting, which is very much needed. Um, and I'm fine now. I'm, I'm all well. So I'm glad that nothing was too serious or anything like that. Um, so I'm excited to be back with you guys. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season, a wonderful New Year's, and I'm so very excited for this upcoming year. There's a lot of really exciting things I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm planning on having some guests on this podcast, which I'm super excited about. I'm very much looking forward to that. And there are just so many things I'm planning on doing this year. Not sure if they can fit into... 11.25 months I suppose or uh, kind of like 0.75 months into the year anyways I have a lot of exciting things I want to do this year and I'm so excited to have more goals to pursue so I'm just looking forward to a lot of things um so yeah I'm quite excited about it but I hope that all of you guys are doing super great and um thanks again for tuning in um I realized that I haven't been as consistent as I ideally would like to be, but it's totally cool because we're back. We're, we Gucci, we good, we back. I didn't ditch y'all. So yeah, I'm excited to be back here. So today's episode is about um, like the, the independence mindset. Like is the mindset of being independent, is that a bad thing? I feel like right now we live in a very like, independent individualistic society and I think that a lot of the reason for that may be because we fear trust and maybe fear vulnerability and so we might often take matters into our own hands um, or we simply resort to doing things alone because we feel like we want something to be done a certain way or we want it to be done within a certain time frame and so we're like you know what I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take my, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take initiative and do it myself because y'all not going to do it like I want you to do it. You know, it's kind of like that mindset of having certain things in a particular way. And, you know, it's, and it's not bad. There are some things that should be done in a particular way, but for a lot of things, I feel we individualize things that shouldn't be individualized. I hope that makes sense. Like we, we, we do things ourselves that we should not be doing by ourselves that we should be doing with the community and with others and the concept of independence is so common among modern society especially in modern western society in particular um we often hear things like i'm strong and independent i don't need nobody i don't need no man i can do it all by myself like i can do blah 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 like i can do it like i don't need nobody like i have you know resources i'm capable all these things and we can become so individualistic that we can begin to neglect um, community. And we sometimes um, forget about how important it is to have a community. This as well, um, I'm so used to being alone. So I do so many things by myself. I'm alone 70-80% of the time and I'm so used to being alone and I, I'm so used to doing things by myself that I tend to almost isolate by default and it's not like 
pushing other people away, but it's kind of like just being alone. Like I tend to just want to be by myself uh, by default. And I am also introverted, so that has a lot to do with it. But also just I'm just always alone and I'm so used to that. And so I kind of have a hard time with getting out of that mindset of just isolating myself. And it's not like a bad thing. It's not like I don't want to be with people, but sometimes I can kind of be just alone, you know, and I can just, I, which here's the thing. I'm also satisfied being by myself, watching Netflix or reading a book or playing music or writing something or creating a recipe. Like, you know, I, I'm cool being alone by myself, but when I'm by myself too much, I can really feel that lack of of socializing. I can feel that lack of community, that lack of being with people. And I go to church and I have I go to church several times a week and I've got awesome community, but it's like that's only twice a week, you know, and sometimes that's the only time I'm really connecting with people. And so particularly for me, it's it's pretty hard. And I haven't really hung out with anyone in months, to be honest. And so partly having to do with COVID, but there's just, you know, there's also been a lot going on as well. So it's kind of like I've been a very alone lately and not like in a bad way, but I've just kind of been by myself and I'm used to that. But sometimes I can feel like even when I um I just like, oh, it'd be nice to like go out or hang out or something. But, you know, also I'm like there are some times when I'm kind of like broke, so I can't really <laughs> like go out to a restaurant or anything like that but regardless I sometimes feel like you know it would be kind of nice to go out or I wish I could go out or I wish I could see my friends because I haven't really seen a ton of my friends recently so it's you know I can really really tend to isolate myself um, I do this a lot and it can be difficult sometimes um, being alone and feeling that isolation even if it's not necessarily intentional um, I mean I prefer to do things alone I sometimes feel like also I can, if I want to do something or accomplish something, I feel like, okay, I'll just do it by myself or I can do it alone. Like I don't need anyone's help. Like I'd rather do it by myself. I would rather not pay money to do this or to do that or, you know, just things like that. Or I'd rather not reach out because I feel like I always bug people when I ask for help, which I need to get out of that mindset too. But, you know, I think a lot of us can relate to these feelings as well because they're common and we often feel as if um sometimes it can be embarrassing or awkward to ask for help but it's it's not because we need each other we are social you know we um we can oftentimes deceive ourselves with this pattern of thinking that we're better off by ourselves we're better off taking matters into our own hands for most situations um and while it's good and really important to have self-confidence and to be secure and to be capable, and to be skillful, and to be content alone, we're not meant to be alone. We are social creatures, and we are built for community, and even though it's really important to have your alone time, especially if you're an introvert like me, <laughs> it's really important. But being alone every second is really, really hard. It can be very detrimental, and it can be very, just, it can just be really, really hard just not having community not making connections not building relationships i looked up a couple of um loneliness statistics online and this company called cigna i believe it's um a healthcare company um but this um company conducted a poll a national survey of 10,000 US adults 
And um, this is a, a survey conducted four years ago in 2018, which it's crazy that 2018 is four years ago now. Like, what even is happening? It's so crazy. Um, but this poll was conducted in 2018, and it's um, a survey of adults to explore the impact of loneliness. Um, and the study found that loneliness was at epidemic levels. Um, and I'm going to read a little bit of what they found of the data that they collected through the survey. Um, it also says that in 2019, our results, as in Cigna, their results showed that the mental health crisis is growing. Three in five Americans, which is 60, about 61%, report feeling lonely compared to more than half, 54%, in 2018. So these numbers of loneliness are rising steadily. Um, even, like, the difference of a year was, like, a 5% difference. Um, that's more than 5%. Like, a 7% difference of, um, I think, am I doing the math right? Yeah, 7% difference. <laughs> I don't want to, like, be on here and sound like I can't do simple math. But, yeah, a 7% difference um, and an increase in feelings of loneliness in just one year, which is absolutely insane. And I think it's even gotten worse, especially after the pandemic has begun. Um, I think that definitely has just gotten it's caused a lot more loneliness and a lot more um, mental health issues and and crisis and just a lot of really negative things about loneliness. So I'm going to read a couple of these statistics that they found through this survey. It says that 25% or sorry, 24% of Americans say their mental health is fair or poor. It also says Americans reporting good mental health is down five percentage points from 2018. So 76% versus 81%. So good mental health also is declining as well, according to the statistic from a few years ago. But I think that the numbers have even increased so much more since then, which is really sad. And I'd also say um, it says that the CDC validates our findings that 20% of Americans will experience a mental illness in a given year, which can include things like anxiety, depression, just all of these. Of course, those are like some of the most two common ones, but all of these other kinds of of um, mental health issues as well. It also says that um, some key determinants in loneliness in the United States um, is a lack of social support and infrequent meaningful social interactions. So that doesn't necessarily mean you're always by yourself, but the meaningful interactions are the ones that actually make an impact on, on your health, on your mental health. Another um, determinant is negative feelings about one's personal relationships. Another one is for physical. I almost said physical, physical, like what in the world? Um, poor physical and mental health also impact loneliness. And a lack of balance in one's daily activities. So doing too much or too little of any given thing. So sleeping too much, working too much, eating too much. Um, you know, doing things in excess and not having a proper balance of activities in your life as well. And that can impact your mental and physical health. So there are some demographics and some more statistics about loneliness um, in, th in these particular demographics in the United States. So it says that younger generations are lonelier than older generations. Nearly 8 in 10 Gen Zers and 7 in 10 Millennials are lonely. 
versus half of boomers. So the stat is um, 79% of Gen Zers and 71% of millennials are lonely. And only 50% of boomers are lonely. So that's a massive difference in those percentages of, of how these different generations are experiencing this lonely epidemic. There, another demographic that they go over is gender. Um, men, um, 46.1, are lonelier than women, 45.3. So it's very the numbers are very similar within a percentage of each other, but men are um, more lonely than women are, typically. They also talk about race and ethnicity. Um, Hispanic respondents and those who identify the race as other are loneliest, followed by Black Afri and African-American respondents as well. So it's actually very interesting. You're seeing some minorities are experiencing um, more higher levels of loneliness as well, which I think is quite interesting, especially given some of these communities are um, family-oriented. And so that's quite something quite interesting to me. Um, that can mean so many, so many things, but it's interesting to me that um, communities that... Um, are viewed to be or, or seem to have um, a, a culture of um, being very family-oriented uh, are experiencing loneliness at, at the highest levels in the United States. I find that to be very interesting. There's a lot that we could read into that, but you know, we're not here to read stats the whole time. But I just wanted to read these because I think they're really important. It also talks about um, higher-income individuals are less lonely than lower-income individuals, which is quite interesting. Um, and then also those living in urban and suburban communities are less lonely than those in rural areas, which makes sense. Um, there are more people if you're in an urban or suburban area or there's you know, a city or a, a, a suburb right outside of a city, something like that, um, where there are more people opposed to a rural area if you're in the country and you live 10 miles from the closest Walmart or something like that, then you're going to feel a bit more um, isolated. So, yeah. So. Um, I just wanted to read these statistics because I find them to be very interesting. Um, they have to do with just the loneliness that we're experiencing in the United States um, as a society, um, as uh, my generation, Gen Z. <laughs> like, I'm under two of the most lonely demographics, Gen Z and African American. So it's like, I mean, I, and I get it, though. I mean, I just think it's so interesting, like, these different, um, this data that they found in this particular survey but I just wanted to read this because of the fact that there's so much loneliness going on and I, I did a podcast earlier one of my earlier podcasts is about loneliness and I talked a little bit about that especially um in regards to like um being lonely and having like a biblical perspective and different scriptures talking about community and loneliness but this is such a real issue and so I think that if you have an individualistic mindset it's hard enough, but also we live in this society that is so lonely. It, we just all are, we're so lonely. Loneliness numbers are only climbing. They're only going up. And so if we are live, walking around living with this mentality of, I'm just going to do everything by myself. I'm independent. I don't need nobody. I'm, I'm just going to grind by myself and I don't need community. I don't need support. If we live our lives like that, we are going to be so unhealthy. We are going to be so discouraged we're gonna just we're it's just not gonna it's not gonna end well if you isolate yourself um especially given how lonely our society is and and how lonely we are in this current time 
So while having alone time is super important, I mean, of course, we all need to wind down and everything, but it can be absolutely detrimental if you isolate yourself. And and isolating yourself is easier than getting up and going. I mean, especially if you're an introvert. I talk about being an introvert a lot because that's who I am and I relate to that the most. But if you're an extrovert and you like like to you prefer to go out, then it might be a little easier for you to get out of your bed opposed to an introvert who's happy in there you know, watching Netflix and wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt and being comfortable. Um, it could be a lot diff- more difficult if you are someone who prefers to be alone, which is not a bad thing because that's a personality thing, but you can't cave into that. You can't just allow yourself to be alone all the time, you know? It's so much easier, like, for some people to stay in bed all day and turn down opportunities with others, but... um you really should take advantage and try your best to take advantage of these opportunities to, to be with people. If someone invites you somewhere, go. Um, I know that for me, like sometimes I, like I almost wanted to turn down being invited to some, to some place or to hang out spontaneously. And I decided to go and I'm like really glad that I did. Cause if I didn't, I wouldn't have spent time with my friends or, you know, gotten out of the house. Um, because if we're just alone, we're kind of just sitting sulking and, it can be hard being alone by yourself a lot and being so individual that you're like, I just, I don't want to hang out with anyone. So it's kind of, it can be a little bit dangerous to get to that place of not wanting to be with others. So um, not only um, do we need to be with people, but we need to be in strong communities with like-minded people who love and care for us and who have our backs. Um it's good for our health to be around people like this, to have a good community. Um, and the statistics I read a little bit about meaningful relationships, like we may have contact with a lot of people and it might just be passive, but how many meaningful relationships do we have? Are we having these meaningful connections and relationships? All right, so I'd like to read a couple of excerpts from the Bible that relate to community, because this is a massive theme throughout the Bible is um, community and having a community of people. Um, the first passage I'm going to read is a little bit long. It's quite popular, but it's um, 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 through 27. And this is talking about the body of Christ, which also kind of relates to having community and having like-minded people around you and being a part of something like this. So it says, The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not part of the body because I am not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can, cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable 
are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together, such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members, so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it, and if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. This passage is very common, but very important. It's a very important message of we are all individual. We all have our own personalities, but at the same time, we are all collective as well. We are all a part of this body. We're all a part of this greater mission, this greater purpose. And that's why it's so important to become a part of a community if you're not already a part of one. But to be a part of a community that has a greater purpose, a community that's doing something good, that has a common goal, a common a common world view, so that you are your own self. You bring your own skills, talents, and and perspectives and views and things like that and experiences you bring all of that to the table as yourself but with all of these collective ideas all of these collective experiences it is so much greater when you come together and make this one body um i love that passage because it talks about each part of the body like we all need the parts of the body you know if you're missing one part then you're going to miss that whole experience you're if you're missing an eye you're not going to be able to see if you're missing an ear you won't be able to hear And so while these parts are all different and they're all special, they're all so crucial and so equally important to the whole body itself. There's another passage that I'd like to read, and it's Hebrews chapter 13, verses 1 through 3. And they say, keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. Remember those in prison as if you were there yourself. Remember also those being mistreated as if you felt their pain in your own bodies. This is another theme of having that community and being alongside of each other, loving each other as as if you are family, because in the body of Christ, you truly are. You are family in the body of Christ, but love each other as if you are a part of the same exact family. Um, There's another scripture I'd like to read which is um, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 5 through 12, which state, The fool folds his hands and consumes his own flesh. Better a handful with quietness than both hands full, together with toil and grasping for the wind. Then I returned and I saw vanity under the sun. There is one alone without companion. He has neither son nor brother, yet there is no end to all his labors. Nor is his eye satisfied with riches, but he never asks, For whom do I toil and deprive myself of good? This also is vanity and a grave misfortune. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. So this passage is just highlighting the importance of being in community, being with others, even if it's two people, you know, even if it's one other person. It's so important to have someone else to to be with, to support you, to lift you up, to encourage you, to fight for you, to fight with you, to be with you, to help you 
carry burdens. It's so important to have others in our lives that will help us and as we help them. And the last scripture I'd like to read is Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, and it says, There are friends, and the word friends is in quotes, there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. I like how it um puts the first word friends in quotes, the person like the friends, quote unquote friends who destroy each other because they're not real friends, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. I love how this um in the Bible, oftentimes when it's speaking of community, it speaks about family. It tells us like family's close, your blood, right? You're you're related to each other, you are with each other very often, you care for each other, you love each other unconditionally. And this is the kind of um love and the kind of relationships that we should have with 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 people in our lives. We need to have relationships with people who love us unconditionally, who will love and support us and lift us up as we do the same for them as well. It's so, so important to be a part of communities where we are unified with others and doing great things with others and living and encouraging each other. So while it's important to be confident in your individuality, to be confident in who you are and to have your own gifts and talents and things that you do well, um, and it's good to be capable to know that you're able to do certain things, to know that you're strong, to know that you are are just able to do things. It's so important to know that and have that security. But at the same time, that should not be your main fuel. Your fuel should be being around people, having community, having support. Imagine like having to only support yourself without having others to help and support you. Like imagine trying to get out of a, 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 this is a very random and very like unrealistic example, (laughs) but imagine you like fall down a hole or something like in the desert. I don't know, something random (laughs) and you need help getting out, but there's no one out there to help you. But imagine also, um, imagine if there's someone out there to help you and they pull you up. If you didn't have any help, you might've died in that hole. You might've fallen or injured yourself. But the fact that you had someone with you, they were able to help you get out of that place and you do the same for them. And so it's really important to have community. And so usually when you think of the individual ideas that we have in our current society, it's like, I can do this by myself. I don't need anybody. But you do. You need people. You need relationships, meaningful, heartfelt, deep relationships, relationships that are not shallow, relationships that are built upon so many things that hold weight. And so Yes, it's important to be individual and have yourself and and be confident in who you are and and learn more about yourself and 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 cultivate skills and just it's important to be confident in your own person. But it is so important as well to have community. So even though we live in this individualistic, isolated, lonely society, I encourage you to if you haven't already gotten into a community of people, I highly encourage you to find somewhere, find a church, find a community center, find a group, find um, a dance class, find um, a martial arts class, something, find a sport class, find something where you will be around like-minded people who are having together a collective goal together, but also bring their own awesome, lovely, wonderful individualities to the table. 
And then that helps so much better when you bring your own, when you bring your best to the table, the collective will be so much better because you'll be putting your all into it and you won't be kind of holding back, you know? So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks again for joining me for another episode. I appreciate y'all so much. You guys are awesome and amazing and I love you guys. Um, please, um, if you haven't already, I would appreciate a five-star review or rating. Um, you can now review on Spotify, which is awesome because the majority of my listeners are on Spotify. So if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, please give me a good rating. I would appreciate that so very much. Same thing with Apple. Please give me that five-star rating. And five stars be looking real nice. So I'd really appreciate a five-star rating. Um, I appreciate it so much. I love you guys so much. And I will talk to y'all next week. Ciao.